The following podcast contains potentially massive spoilers for the movie referenced in the episode title. If you have not yet seen this movie and wish to be surprised when you do, consider yourself warned and turn back now. Hello and welcome to another episode of Schlock Till You Drop. Uh, first, before we get started on today's movie, I do want to say now, first, let's pre-preface this. This is being recorded at the end of November uh, to air in December. So this is going to be a little bit of outdated news, but uh saw today where uh, Dominic Braccia, who it's a, a name most people don't recognize, he played Joey, the first victim in Friday the 13th, Part 5. Uh, he passed away today, it looks like, at age 62 of natural causes. So, a little sad news to start this start this out. Uh, he was a very memorable character from the, from the franchise with his chocolate bars. At any rate, sad news seems to be the perfect way to start this episode, because today's movie is what I have heard billed as and what I have been calling the feel bad movie of two holiday movie of 2018. That's right. We are tackling the independent smash hit. I'm dreaming of a white doomsday. Uh, earlier back, uh, just at the end of the summer, I believe it was, we aired an interview with Mike Lombardo, the writer, director, editor, producer, uh, a little bit of everything. The everything the, man. The everything man for this movie. Um, it has finally been released on Scream Team releasing DVD and Blu-ray. Uh, if you have not gotten your copy yet, check out their website and do so. Um, but uh, the movie stars... Uh, I am eyeing a lot here. I need to stop that. The movie stars Hope Bickley, Damien Maffei, and introducing Reeve Blasey as Riley. And I'm apologies to any of those if I butchered your names. Gonna I've, happen. It's gonna happen. I've heard them said, but my memory ain't what it used to be. We butcher everyone's name, to be completely honest. Yeah, so. this is true. Now, this was not my first time seeing this movie. I did get to see it at a screening at Scares That Care. Um, so I, I got the joy of kind of Watching with anticipation as Joe and Mario got to see it for the first time. Uh, so we'll let you guys start. What were what were your first thoughts on this? So I got concerned at the beginning <laughs> until I realized it was a thing. And then I like it, right? Mm -hmm. So the movie kind of starts off with an Old Navy commercial, yeah. <laughs> basically. It's a good way to describe it. The dream sequence has that very yeah. old Navy commercial feel to it, even down to the cheesiness of the acting, which, as we discover later, was very much on purpose. Yeah, yeah, because the acting really improves. I mean, almost immediately, as soon as that thing's over, uh, the acting. And then and then you appreciate the beginning. Yeah. Even though you, you expected Brett Summers to walk in at any time <laughs> during the entire uh, start. I like what he did there. I thought it was really cool. And then, you know, it happens again later in the movie. Right. So, and you... Uh, yeah, there's He's another kind of, dream sequence kind of near the climax that has that same aesthetic feel to it. Yeah, and so it gives it with with the contrast between that sequence and then the normal uh, kind of shots from the movie, the mm -hmm. normal ambiance. Um, 
it, this really fever dream uh, feel to it, which right. it's almost almost you know insane. Uh, well, it's wishful. It's her mind trying to cope with what's going on in that scenario. At least that's what I've gathered from it. Oh, right. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, and that that is a very good description for what we're watching from mm-hmm. that point on. Um, and then the rest of the movie is just kind of watching a mother fall apart while she's making uh, spoilers. There's going to be a lot of spoilers. Yeah, this we give you the warning at the beginning. We're going to throw it out there again because this is a fairly new release on Blu-ray even still. Yeah. Uh, it came out about a week and a half before we recorded this episode. Yeah. So it's still going to be pretty new by the time the episode airs. So the mother, you watch her fall apart as she's slowly making the decision that she's going to have to kill her child to prevent his suffering. Yeah. Yeah. And that is the best part of the movie. Yes. And for most of the movie, you know, you kind of have to watch her suffer through the fact that they're starving. Her husband is lost and not coming home. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she's going to have to murder her child and kill herself. Yeah. And then, yeah. And anybody who's seen you know, Mike's shorts on YouTube, other things happen. Yeah. You know, <laughs> anybody that's seen Mike's YouTube shorts, like the stall or long pig or things like that, might expect the blood and guts horror that he's done in those kind of things. This is not a blood and guts horror movie. It does have some gruesome moments. But it's not a blood and guts movie. This is very much rooted in emotional horror. Yeah, and the blood and guts, the, the gruesome moments are mostly just set pieces. Yes, it's not actually bloody action going on. No, what you, no. What do you consider the gruesome moments? Well, like the, really... the the skeletons, the the really like the chick's brother that was all oh, like yeah. flayed or whatever. Right, the one where the thing yeah. whatever yeah, it attacked her. Yeah, yeah. some animal. Of some yeah, sort like I said, this is this is very much in the in the realm yeah. of the emotional horror. Right. Yeah. And I have to say, Mike pulled it off very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I have two criticisms of the movie. Uh, one we're going to save for later. Right. So I, my first criticism of the movie is time. The sense of time. Yeah. Because we, we let me go ahead and preface this up front. I like this movie. It's a good movie. Go buy it. Absolutely. But we're critics, so we got to talk about the parts that don't work. Yeah, we're going to talk about the parts that work and the parts that don't work. And I, I guess let's go ahead then. Well, Mario, let me get your first takes, and then we'll jump yeah, into we'll storytelling, which yeah, is kind yeah, of where yeah. the, the timing falls into play. Well, I mean, I have some issues with the movie myself. I thought, I, I myself thought it was really good. It was well shot. Mm-hmm. The sense, again, the sense of timing was my issue. I mean, you heard me constantly. I was more brought out of it due to the fact that I was trying to figure out why, why they were trapped down there. Right. There was no... He gave... Sorry, he never gave us any reason why he's why they done that. They gave us some things. They gave they, us the they mask. dropped a lot of clues, but yeah. there wasn't any definitive answer. Yeah, like even, an air raid siren and all that stuff. Even yeah. with the clues, it was still kind of incoherent. Well, but it can be argued on the air raid siren too, because they used that in uh, the Evil Dead remake as well, oh, right. just as a disconcerting sound. sound right. right? Yeah, because it sets you on edge. Yeah, but I mean, there was. It felt like there was no reason for them to be down there, and then like, or if there was for just a second, because yeah. on, on that though, the Evil Dead remake's not a post-apocalyptic movie. True. Granted, now I, I I agree. I'm just saying that it, the, the air raid siren is a disconcerting sound. Yeah, it's not necessarily plot centric. Oh right, but, but in this situation, it's hard to tell, hard, and because right. yeah, we didn't have a definitive right. answer, right? Well, I mean, the, all we can do is I speculate. think exactly. that was part of the problem I might have had with the film is that there was. I felt no reason for them to be trapped. 
Does that make sense? It does. There, there was no reason for them. There was no reason for them to be trapped because, okay, she needed a mask. Well, well she took the mask off. And she she went, yeah, off. she needed a mask to go out. She yeah. needed to cover herself out. She goes out. She takes the mask out, off when she's out there. there. There's a chick that she finds that ha- doesn't have a mask, is not completely covered, is talking fine and whatnot. You yeah. see, right. You find out about her brother was attacked by a creature. So then I was like, oh, okay. Something, there, there's theme, there's something was attacking them. Yeah, yeah. I hate right. to be nitpicky about this sort of thing, because yeah. the storytelling was so No, no, good. the storytelling is great, but it, it's the setup for the story. Yeah, it's the world. It's, it's the, the background. world building. The, the yeah. background. Yeah, the world building. We had, the this, we had the same, I mean, honestly, this is kind of the issue that, uh, what was that one movie that was on Netflix? Bright? The one yeah. The mm, yeah. yeah. Exact yeah. same problem. It was that it, the story. You got a solid was, story. You got good acting. The world bad building world was, building. The world yeah. building was bad. And that I think something. I think something to keep in mind though, too, this is based off of a short story. Okay. And as a writer, I can I can identify there's not very much in-depth world building that goes into a short story because you don't have the time or the space. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and it's also that, an indie film. He has limited resources. I will give yeah, you that absolutely. for a short story, but I will not give you that for a movie. I'm just saying, because it was a short story right. first, and this is an adaptation, right. that may be a limitation of the adaptation. Now, maybe it's... And, and, and this is his freshman attempt at a feature. At a yes. feature, yes. Yeah. yeah. And again, this is... And, and the thing great. I think there is, I don't... He didn't expect it to be a feature at the start. Okay. He expected this to be a short, and they kept filming and filming, and then he's like, holy shit, I've got a feature here. Yeah, you can I need more tell. money. Yeah. And he, I think that's part of it. I don't okay. think, I think if he realized going into it that he was going to be making a feature rather than a short, maybe we would have gotten that more in-depth world building okay. explained on screen. Justifying it? Does not fix it. I'm not saying it does. <laughs> I, I, believe me, I'm not saying it fixes I mean, I, the problem. I, I but I'm you, just there might be reasons for it, and that's I fine. can but understand yeah, why I mean, we do have the inside dope, and someone buying yeah. this off the shelf will not have will not. Knowledge. Yeah, they'll exactly. just go in their raw. They'll go in their raw, and they're gonna, that might be an issue that they may have. Is that okay? Why are these people trapped down here? Yeah, what is keeping them down there? What is the reason for? It? How long have they been down? How long here? have they been down there? Yeah, we hit what yeah. three months is something you said. I'm, I, not, I'm yeah. looking at that going, and I can't no remember. Been down there for I three can't months. remember where I heard three months. I don't remember if Mike said that in yeah, a Q and A or something. Like just waste up, and, up top. And uh, if you want to go off of something like you don't want to give time to, if you don't want to give time to the audience of how long something's down there, fine. You don't have to give time. Mm-hmm. But you have to give a reason, right? A, not even necessarily even a good reason, but a solid. This is why this is happening, and I didn't get that. And right. that honestly is the only thing that. Well, to that was the that was my pull away because I'm yeah. constantly as I was said as I said to you in the movie. If you have if two things normally go what happens within a movie for for Doomsday Apocalypse or whatever, you either have something that. You have a reason why they're trapped down there, or mm-hmm. other stuff. So much stuff is happening in front of you that you don't think about why they're down there. Right. Well, and due uh, to the fact that it's slow burn as this was, he needed to put something up there to prevent us to to take. Get I our think mind that, off that. Uh, I think that flesh eating termites forms actually yeah. solves our problem. I like the Dick Wolf's idea, honestly. <laughs> I, I saw that in Penny Arcade. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's not mine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I, you know, there are indications that maybe it was something viral, especially with the infected Santa at the end. Yeah. Spoiled. But again, <laughs> yeah, again, nothing definitive is explained. Right. The, the, again, but there's it's, nothing definitive. There's yeah, nothing and, well, and like you argued during the movie and like you argued during the movie too, if it was a viral thing, why they were probably already exposed. Exactly. 
There's so if it was, I mean, the way it was, if it was radiation, they were already dead because there was no, they had no the protection they had. They, yeah, they was not protecting them. Right, and they were already dead. Yeah, right. So I mean, that's and while that that's kind of an issue, it it didn't take me away from the storytelling so much. Oh no, I mean, no. I thought that the the actress I, whose name I, I hope hope yeah is so good. She is. The first award that this movie won on the festival circuit was for best actress, and after watching it, you can definitely oh, no. see that that Hands was well down. deserved. She is the best part of the movie. The kid did fine. Yeah, I, I enjoyed good the kid, kid. Yeah. and I enjoyed the husband. It's hard to get a, a good performance of a child too, right? And he did. Yeah, yeah he did. for he a got, ten year old child, he, he especially. Really that's all on the director. Yeah, because child, child, child actors, you know, you mm. even good ones. You know, mm-hmm. the performance is mostly on the director, right. getting getting yeah. the performance out of them, and yeah. it ha- it helps probably <laughs> that Mike is still a bit of a child at heart, right? I mean, that and does you help. know, and he's he's had some experience raising his his alien offspring and things like that. <laughs> so, uh, I still don't want to hear that story of how the impregnation occurred, but uh, you know, congratulations to him. He gave a, a healthy birth, and that's all that matters. It's yeah, true. Good for him. <laughs> I'm partial to face huggers personally. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he survived it, so it obviously wasn't <laughs> yeah. face huggers. But well, uh, they could have done a cesarean. It, it, I guess that's possible. Yeah. Anyway, so let's move on to uh, cinematography. Okay. For a freshman effort, the cinematography on this was outstanding. No complaints. None. Zero complaints. He the Good way shots. he framed some of these shots was just. I enjoyed the shots, and I thought, the ch- why am I the bad guy in this? Because you're always the bad guy? Because somebody has to be. Somebody has to be, and honestly, and I have not, I guess I've never met Mr. Lombardo, which no. again, hopefully I will meet you next cares, cares. I hope I get to meet you. I hope to get to come. But, in which case, you're probably going to punch me. And that's fine. <laughs> but, all right, no, the shots were good. The location shots and the way he used his shots, I thought were really good. The only issue I had with the cinematography was the shaky cam, and I understand. <laughs> that, yeah, and that comes down to budget. Yeah, yeah that's budget. I'm not going to sit here and like be like, yeah, it was horrible. No, I understand. The moment, the first time I watched it, and it was like, okay, it's shaky. And that's why I asked you, is mm-hmm. it what is, what type of camera he's using? He's like a high def. What I was like, okay, he doesn't have a rig. Then yeah. that makes sense. So yeah. and, and let's go ahead that, and throw out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know the exact numbers for the budget on this, but I have heard them quoted, and I don't want to repeat what I heard quoted because. It, yeah, accuracy right. say but under six figures okay i mean this this was no. made for five figures this, yeah and, yeah well we've we've seen some six-figure movies that had way worse cinematography i mean yes way worse everything yeah, yeah. but oh, the yeah. shots and the way one worse thing everything. and i noted mm. this in the interview that i did with with mike is when you watch an independent film a lot of times it has that quality to it like it should be on youtube some of them, this, uh, some of them do, yeah. I give you that. Didn't this no. actually had a? I wouldn't say theatrical quality, but definitely TV. A limited release quality for uh, theaters, or at least maybe, yeah, um, maybe a limited release. Oh yeah, theaters. I could definitely see this being on yeah. Sundance. Yeah, oh, yeah, and Def- IFC. Definitely and, see this on yeah. IFC. This this is what I mean. I expect this to be it, something exactly. on IFC, exactly, and the, stuff the, like that. The cable yes. independent film yes. channels. That it definitely has that quality as opposed to the cheaper YouTube. Oh yeah, quality. this is certainly. I'm gonna hands down say this is it, better than any pro. of the sci-fi movies that are out there. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, the, the CFI. Yeah, the CFI. Yeah. This is better than all those CFI movies. This is better than some of these big, like I said, some of these big blockbuster movies. I'm might criticize a lot of some of the stuff i might nitpick but do not take the fact that i did not enjoy this movie i really did enjoy the movie yeah i'm just gonna pick the hell out of it because that's well, what i'm gonna do that's, well that's what, yeah <laughs> that's, that's kind of what we do here yeah, i mean so. we're, we're critics that's what we do yeah, yeah. sorry mike um 
But well, I don't even think we need to apologize. I'm he not, understands yeah. completely. So, uh, <clears throat> and I think he'd rather hear the criticism so oh, yeah. that his next feature can grow. Oh my god! Yeah. Because if, if, I could if be all in you... that next feature be awesome, I want to be the one black guy that survives. <laughs> <laughs> if all you get is smoke blown up your ass, how are you ever going to improve? So, yeah. Amen, brother. But yeah, the performances were solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shots were. I thought the shots were pretty great. I mean, I, did I, did, too. I How's it going, man? I uh, I don't really mind the. Uh, the shaky cam. I, I'm so used to it now. Yeah. That, anymore uh, with the horror movies, yeah. all, especially a lot of the lower budget horror movies, you get that a lot. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I mean, just because get you get it. used to it doesn't necessarily make it. Good. I'm not, that's my thing. For true. It. But I, I, I guess for, that's, I'm just saying, I think yeah. that may be why it didn't bother yeah. me. Or it's just Joe kind of par much. for the course these days. Yeah. 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 Especially yeah. I watch a lot of action movies. All the fight scenes are shaky. And I get pissed off by that. Because actors can't fight. Because they can't fight. And they have to figure a way to slide that. Well, that, and they use the freaking, uh, Hyperactive cuts, yes, yeah. mass cutting, man. Uh, yeah, that's just one thing I did notice. The editing on this is really good. solid. Yeah, good See? editing. Yeah, See? and that and I that give <laughs> and that is solely Mike. He yeah, is, yeah. he was the editor on this movie. Well, I love that he wasn't afraid of long shots mm. and pauses and silences. It really takes me back to a lot of the movies that I watched growing up. Well, and in this movie especially, it really served to build the tension. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean that, let you know nitpicks aside mm. this movie kept you tense oh yeah for almost start to finish oh yeah, yeah yeah i didn't fidget once i was just kind of now we were there were a couple of times we were trying to figure out what was going on so we're talking it out yeah, uh, yeah. mostly as we got closer to the end yeah which yeah, there's is, which is my biggest issue with the movie yeah i mean uh, you want to go ahead and jump there no let's keep going let's, no no we got we got we have a we few get, more things we have a few more things about this we, yeah well, before we, we hit there. that yeah, yeah. Uh, let's look at visual effects. Now, there weren't a lot, but there were some visual effects shots. Yeah. I pointed one of them out to you guys. Do you know what the other ones were? You told us about the CGI house. Right. The yeah, house. I didn't know the house. The, the Honestly, power. I didn't know the house was CGI. I, that yeah, was unfortunately, this is the first time I've seen it, so I, yeah. I, mean, no, I didn't yeah. really, yeah. they didn't stand out. But that's that's yeah. the point I'm making. You know, I pointed the one out to you, but there were three or four visual effects shots in there, and they blend seamlessly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the overlooking vistas, they filmed yeah. that on the banks of the, and I'm going to butcher this because I don't live in Pennsylvania, and I'm sorry, Pennsylvanians, Susquehanna River? Sure. Sure. Okay. Sacagawea. <laughs> I know it starts with an S, and it, it it's Joanna or something like that, but anyway, they were overlooking the oh, banks of the that Juana river. the Joanna Man. <laughs> there you go. Ugh. They were overlooking the <laughs> banks of that river, but that was replaced and extended and things like that in certain shots. Right. And it blended seamlessly. You wouldn't realize it unless mm. you watch the behind the scenes featurette, mm. which I love what he titled it Armageddon from the cheap seats. <laughs> um, so watching that and you get to see this kind of stuff, the more bizarre thing was seeing a river that is frozen solid, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're from the South, if you if you couldn't tell by the accents. Yeah, so, uh, some of the, the <laughs> guerrilla techniques that he used to get some shots in this movie are... Neg- I, I don't know that I'd be able to film a negative 12 degree wind yeah. chill. I don't do anything at negative 12 degrees, anything. Yeah, right. right. Look, degrees. it gets 20 oh, down here. I'm like, whoop, too cold. No <laughs> right. going outside today. It hit 19 the other day, and I'm like, I don't want to get out of bed. <laughs> it's like, I got to go to work, but I don't want to get out of bed. Um, But yeah, visual effects... Very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, makeup effects. Mike is good at these. I mean, this this is his is bread and butter. Best, he yeah. loves, kind of like me, he loves the makeup effects. If I had the money to spend on it, I'd probably be doing the same kind of stuff he is. Um, showing how to buy a cheap plastic skeleton and distress it and make it look real. 
And so all those skeletons were cheap plastic ones? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. Huh? Yeah, and he did all the, the aging and distressing on them. And... I did like that, uh, the one shot he did where the mom was uh, searching the house, which, yeah, that's my time thing. I'll, I'll ignore that comment. It's just about to pop up in my head. Um, <laughs> where the mom was uh, searching the house, and then you see the shot where you see the two skeletons. The mother and the, the, mother the child, and the child yeah. Skeleton, and that impact that that shows hitting... Uh, yeah, the mom on that—that that yeah. was really good. And the attention to detail in the makeup. You know, one of the things Mike said in that interview was how he hates post-apocalyptic stuff where everyone is still neat and pretty. Yeah, mm. no, everyone's grungy and the fingernails are dirty. Yeah, you've got yeah the grime under the fingernails and the dirt and things like that. So it's uh that attention to detail with mm-hmm. the effects. Um. Like near the end, you thought maybe, and it could be grime, but maybe he even put the bruise on no, the, Riley's the, neck. I honestly thought it was Yeah, yeah. Well, it probably is now that we have yeah. we saw that next shot, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's probably bruising. Yeah. Which is great attention to detail. Oh, no. Yeah. It was really good attention. To the, the dirt on her hands, the, the fact that she was completely, she was, they were constantly dirty the whole time, except for during the flashbacks or the flash, the, the dreams. The flashback yeah. dreams. The dreams. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, then yeah, they were always constantly dirty. The set was constantly yeah. dirty. And back to the visual effects for for a brief moment, the dream sequences, the way they had that brightness, mm-hmm. almost over saturated color, yeah. right? Yeah. Compared to the dark and yeah. the dark and gloomy atmosphere that the rest of the movie has, yeah, that was beautiful. You knew right away something was off, and you're just waiting on the hammer to fall. That was that was good shooting of. Um, you're using color palettes to expedite your story. Uh, yes, absolutely. And that, that's what he did that really well. And mad props to you on that because not a lot of directors do yeah. shit like that. Yeah. And when they try, they do it wrong. Yeah. And so I will give you props. I will that. say the, the behind the scenes featurette, we're talking about distressing of the, the props and things like mm-hmm. that. The behind the scenes featurette is worth it if for no other reason than to see Mike Lombardo wearing the sweater Hope has on through most of this movie, trying to distress it by rolling around on the floor and rubbing up against things to the point <laughs> that uh, the guy who's filming even asked, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, I'm trying to wear the elbows out in this thing. And just, it's Yeah, I mean, hilarious. it's a great job because a lot of times when you get uh, <laughs> like aged clothes, if they're not aged in the places that they should be, right. it looks like someone just bought them off the rack and then just, just took, took some took scissors a, to them and took a scissor, yeah. a straight and razor, and hacked that out. Yeah. dirt on them, call it day. Oh, yeah. Instead of them being worn, mm-hmm. yeah, like they would be where the right. where, you know where your joints are is where your clothes start to wear first. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, yeah. But again, good. it's that yeah. attention to detail, and I think if we can say anything about Mike's directorial style, is he has an immense attention to detail. Oh yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, no, I have no complaints about the direction of this movie at all. Oh, yeah. Uh, or the acting. Or that, the set pieces. That, no, I mean... the the big, I mean, even the core story is really good. The story is fine. The core story, the, the, the yeah. being trapped in hopelessness, mm-hmm. that was good. Mm-hmm. My issue was the reason. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the world building is the, is the place where this movie fails. It's yeah. the only place, too. 
which no, is not. frustrating. No, it's not. Uh, the, the, <laughs> I, we're gonna, we tell we're gonna we're gonna hold off on that. Okay, all right. So for now, I, that's I, the place. Well, we're well let's let's go ahead and look at the elephant in the room, right. and let's go to the end. All look, right, let's, let's go ahead. Let's, and, let's throw let's the ending out there. Dumbo. Let's go. All right, you want to start this, or you want me to hit it? Well, here I'll I'll go first with well, this because go for it, yeah. my first oh yeah <laughs> my first problem I had with the ending was I didn't understand the whole concept of if she's already thinking she's poisoned her child. Mm-hmm. And then when the, her child is killed by an outside force, she freaks. But as that's, Mario pointed out, that's a protective mother instinct. And you can't it, cut that shit off. You, no it kills you me do. as a parent that that didn't click in my head first. Because you didn't have that. You've never been in that situation. True. But yeah, that is absolutely what the, yeah. that is. I totally get that now. Yeah, but 100%. yeah, then we have, then we have, yeah. Santa Claus was unnecessary. I'm just gonna say, all it. right. That was he. He had a much better story without him. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah. The, I loved the Santa in there, and there were no, some that, really creepy. It was neat, and there were very creepy visuals that came from for it. the story. But as far <laughs> as story, you are correct. The the Santa Claus was a little supplor for us. So we had a, a better supplor us. <laughs> we. Before we understood that this is really Santa Claus killing this child and disappearing, mm-hmm. we had already come up with a better ending. <laughs> what we At least thought, what we felt. Yeah, what, well, we yeah. Thought, what we felt was going to be a better, would have been a better ending. Because he, he was killing the kid, we were like, oh, okay. He's actually dying from the poison. And this is another hallucination that the mother's been having this whole time. Like right. hallucinations flash, and flashbacks. Only in real time yeah, instead of real a flashback. Time, yeah. Yeah. And she's displacing the guilt of murdering her child onto, some, onto, onto this outside magical force, right? Yeah. Santa Claus, mm-hmm. right? And then we get the pan back and yeah, we see the cookies, cookies weren't even eaten and then like, oh no, Mike, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, if he wouldn't went that way, I would be like, oh, that's just, that. that what a genius, own. right? That'd yeah. <laughs> I mean, Hey, and, his vision, and you're not right. not a, he's not not a genius. It's the movie is so good. It, well, I mean, even Stephen then. King doesn't know how to end a story. Yeah, that's the truth. So. So if the, you decide to reshoot that and do it that way, yeah, you, 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 you can you can have it, man. Yeah, it's all yours. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's all, all you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is really the only major. Yeah, that's it. Complaint. That's my complaint. I that's mean, there's the, one. the ultimately the time thing is minor. Yeah, I got around it. Yeah, you know, Mario st- st- stuck with Mario a little bit. Yeah. A lot of but, things kept coming to play because of it. I watch a lot. Of I watch and, a lot. And, of and I understand. Movies, I understand yeah, it, but for me, it was a, comparatively, it was yeah. a minor thing. The reason why they were trapped mm-hmm. again to me that ended up being a minor thing because I yeah, can I, let my imagination run wild and probably come up with worse scenarios than Mike yeah. originally had and the, for the, why they were there. A lot of that sort of thing is budget and time I, constraints and things like that. I understand. And, that. and indie movies fall into a trap like that a lot. You just kind of have to go with it. I understand that. But you know what could easily have done? Um, what was the name of that movie? And I, I hate using a big budget movie to try to compare it to a small budget film. That is the problem. That is yeah, the problem. That's... Um, uh, I, I, oh, shit. The Quiet Place. Mm. Good example. Prime example of that. Small text. They didn't even tell us. They just... Small text. I, I hate that. I, I, I understand. I hate it. It's... 
and I hate I would I hate rather stupid exposition where someone explains or, to you. Yeah, yeah. I would rather either that like, or if there's going to be exposition, I would rather it come about through the events we witness on screen. Yeah, right. or just little little things little in the things background like that maybe, newspapers. Hey, maybe they're there and we miss them. We've only well, seen this once. Here's yeah. the thing. It did. It did an explanation. Well, I've seen it twice, but the, yeah, scares was not exactly the most conductive to analyzing a movie. But but so. at, at the same time, if I miss them, maybe they should have been more prominent. Right. True. If he if they're there and I just missed it, then I mean, I know I saw the calendars that they were keeping yeah. there, but it was hard. I mean, there's only like three of them up or something right. like that, which is I guess where that three month number maybe, comes yeah. from. Maybe yeah. And I'm like, that's not enough time for the deterioration, deterioration. on the top. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the kid hasn't aged either. True. So you know, and when you're dealing with a child, that is an issue. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, it's. And I guess the one other complaint that we had about it was the as sound. far as the music. The music level was a little high in places. Yeah, not the quality of the music, just that the, yeah, it was the a levels. little. It was a little too loud, so that the levels were up there and they kind of drowned out the dialogue a little bit. Especially the second flashback scene where the dad's muttering. Yeah, he could have been liked a little and better. And his lines are hilarious yeah. when yeah. you can hear them. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's a great point to kind of break up some of that tension with the levity. Before you go balls to the wall with the the yeah. suspense again, it was really bad at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and then it got better. Yeah, and then at the end, that end flashback scene. Really, it was, it was the again. flashback scenes. Yeah. No, it was just no. It was no, the first no one, there was no, an early there, there was, was a scene earlier right, 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 in the right, beginning right. where the dad was leaving. It was a flashback scene, actually. Yeah, yeah. you're right. It was a flashback, dad, but it wasn't a dream sequence. Right, when yeah. the dad was leaving and he was talking to them, and it, the music was just blaring over his. It's like every time he was trying to talk, the music blared over him. Yeah, it's like Mike, you got something against Damien there. You don't want to hear. I mean, hear the sound of his voice. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just like, maybe he messed him up. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that was the point. Maybe, well, maybe he's like me and you saw spoken. I don't know. Maybe it could be. I mean, I haven't. He he's not on the behind the scenes feature yet. I would love yeah. to sit here and ask him these. Que- I would, I would love to ask him these questions. I mean, yeah. I guess this, this is questions I will ask him. If I see well, him. Yeah, and there you go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but uh, you know, that's a big. But the ending is a big complaint. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Because otherwise. It's really good. It's mm-hmm. a really good movie. Yeah. Well, and I know Mike. Just buy him an ecto cooler, and he'll answer anything you want till till that's gone. Dude, if I buy him an ecto cooler, I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure they're going to make it to him yet. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Those are so good. Yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, overall, let's go to overall thoughts here, Mario. Like I said, other than my my two major points in there, or three points that I have in there. It was good. I enjoyed it. It was definitely better than a lot of movies I've seen this year. Agreed. <laughs> so no, it's a great. It was a great movie. Please continue making movies, Mike. Don't stop. You yeah. you 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 are doing. A, you had a really good step off with this movie, and what we're giving you is things that can help only help you improve it. Yeah, Joe. Hey, look, he made a movie, and I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's a good one. It's a it's a B plus effort. You know, I always feel like a dick being a critic. You know, I know, because yeah, I, know what you I, mean. I never made a movie. Yeah, but I watch a lot of movies. <laughs> so take that for what you know for what it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's good. It's a good movie. Uh, rush out and buy it for sure. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Um, other than the end, like that's my only complaint about the whole thing is yeah. the end. I mean, because the other things are just everything else is just nitpick. Yeah, I mean that's in the end that's kind of what. And I'm to doing be fair, thing. now that I'm sitting here thinking about this, the three of us are kind of cerebral when it comes to storylines and things like that, and that made the ending 
could have been very cerebral and it wasn't. And I think maybe because the rest of the movie is right. Yeah. 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 We, there was, that was for that letdown oh, yeah. comes from, no, but let, for someone else, that may be exactly the ending they want. Let, let me, let me preface all that by saying, you know, that's awesome. Murder Santa Claus. <laughs> oh yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It yeah. just doesn't fit the rest of the movie. So it's jarring. And I'm, I'm sure that's what he's going for. Yeah. Is it for, for it to be jarring. But it does almost feel I like just, two stories that two, merged exactly. into one at the mm-hmm. end. The thing is, I tasted greatness right before the end. Yeah. I thought, oh my God, Mike's going to win an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> if that, I mean, because like she's projecting onto Santa Claus murdering her child. And it's like, oh, it's so good. Mike, good job, man. And and then maybe, so I think it was maybe my only, maybe only my own preconception that ruined I, it a I little bit. Understand. And that's what I'm saying. I think it may just be that we're very cerebral when it comes to a storyline and that, we're, so someone else that may, we're far too cerebral for the movies that we watch. True, <laughs> for, very true. And for horror movies and, and, you know, you don't get a lot of cerebral horror movies. No, not anymore. So, you used to, uh, depending on, you know, uh, I mean, uh, well, I do. I mean, Thomas Harris's horror is kind of cerebral. If you want to call him horror, he's more of a thriller writer. Yeah, but the, I think he's more of a thriller writer because that's what the publishers labeled him as, as opposed to what he chose to write. But that's a whole different discussion. But uh, I, my take on this, you know, I got being friends with Mike. I got to see a lot of the stuff while the movie was in production. I got to see how he was working himself to the bone, putting this movie together, you know, three years he took to make this movie and, you know, filming weekends and days off and working, you know, he has a day job too. And so when he's not working there, he's working on production or pre-production or things like that for post-production for this. And, you know, so I got to see how much he put into it. And I have to say it really shows on screen, the dedication that he had to making this movie. Yeah, and you know, I'm maybe I'm being a little more harsh on it than I should have been because he's a buddy, and I don't want you know people to think that I'm being biased. biased right? Yeah. But the other thing that I look at too, you know, I've also seen, and I don't think the two of you have. I've seen his his shorts for Real Splatter. You know, I've got the DVD version of the stall. I've seen uh, Womb. Uh, what was it Womb for Two? I think it was. Uh, his his TV pilot that he did, um, you know. I, so I've seen uh, Long Pig. Uh, I've seen some of these shorts, and I've gotten to see how he has evolved from these little funny, gory effects heavy shorts into this, and it's amazing. It is if you've seen the real splatter shorts on YouTube and they're all available for free on YouTube. This is not what you're going to get by watching this movie. Now, the gas mask is kind of a real shorts or real splatter staple. Right. So, yeah, you're going to get that. But that's really the only thing this has in common with those shorts. But you can really see how he's evolving as a filmmaker and hearing him talk about his next project and how personal that next project is to him as well. well I can't wait. I yeah, oh, I cannot wait to see what yeah. he does with it. I want to see more from Mike for sure because this was a good movie. I think if Mike doesn't make another feature and Mike listen up, if you don't make another feature, 
you are doing the community a disservice. I hear drum beats. It sounds like the uh, outro music. Oh, that would be the outro music playing through the headphones. Ah, let's just fix that because that's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we've uh, gone over however long the episode this was set up to record on was. But well, uh, we're just about wrapped up anyway. Yeah, so. we're yeah we're wrapping up here. But yeah, definitely go out and pick this one up. I don't think we need to rate this one for remake just yet. No, nah. Um, in fact, I don't think we're going to rate this one at all. I think we're all in agreement that yeah, it's got some issues. Yeah, but they're in the grand scope of things, they're pretty minor. Yeah, and you could watch this movie and still have a very I don't want to say a good time because it's not really a feel good movie. It will definitely have you wondering if you were in that situation, would you be able to do that? Definitely. Where, how far would you go? How far would you go? I mean, I already said it. she obviously did not consider the concept of cannibalism because right? it was like, totally she had a body a right yeah. there. And they were like, well, she can't bring it back. I was like, bring back in chunks. Yeah, field, That's it. Field, yeah. field dresser, bring it back. Ah. That's totally what brought back the chick by the bathtub. Absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so ultimately, let, let, we'll end it this way. Mike, congratulations. This movie has gotten a lot of success. It's won some best feature awards at film festivals, well deserved, best man. effects. Yeah. Uh, best actress. I mean, it's won several awards. I think eight is the current win total right now. Yeah, fantastic. And every bit of it is well deserved, man. Yeah, um, I know you still can't believe you've done this, Mike, but you did this, man, and it is awesome. Uh, that's pretty much all we have. Uh, this will be our December episode. Um, uh, let me let me tell you, Mike. You displaced Silent Night, Deadly Night. And that's saying something. You did because we were going to do that. You did. This was going to be this was going to be our our holiday episode covering Silent Night, Deadly Night, and we now have a new holiday horror movie that we can mm-hmm. we can go to instead of just some of the cheese stuff from the eighties. Pretty much, we yeah. we actually have one we can go to that's good. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, anyway, like I said, that's that's. that's going to pretty much wrap it up this will be our december episode um we had considered doing a christmas special but i think with our schedules the way they are right now we're probably going to be better off just just considering this our holiday episode so right yeah that being said to all of you we wish you happy holidays we happy wish hanukkah happy hanukkah happy Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa, merry <laughs> christmas whatever whatever holiday yule whatever holiday you may celebrate uh this winter season And we will see you guys after the first of the year. Bye. Bye.